Welcome to Real Talk Podcast. I am Valerie Malone, Life Coach, Motivational Speaker. Real Talk Podcast is aimed to empower you to grow, learn, and create a life you love on your own terms. In this podcast, we bring experts worldwide to talk about their experience around health, relationship, career, and money mindset. Each episode, experts share their success stories and provide strategies, tools, and techniques you can apply in your life to solve in a specific issue that you may be facing. Be sure to subscribe, like, and leave a comment so more wonderful people like you can listen to this podcast. Welcome. Today's guest is Jessica. Jessica is the founder of House of Indigo, a publishing house focused on the growth of heart-centered and spiritual leaders. Her skill as an intuitive coach and energetic alchemist support high level of growth and alignment while working directly as a channel to her personal guides. As a lifelong learner, she is often immersed in book and classes including all aspects of herbalism, flowers essence, health, wellness, personal development, spirituality, and enhanced psychic development. Hi, Jessica. Thank you so much for taking time and being here with us today. Hi, Valerie. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. So I'm very excited to have you because you have done so much in your life and um, you're an intuitive coach, right? So um, I always love to meet intuitive coach and you have a book and all that. So we're going to talk about a lot of that. But to start with, I want you to tell us on your own word, word, what is there that you do? Yes. So I am the founder and CEO of House of Indigo. We are a... um, publishing house for spiritual and wellness entrepreneurs. I'm also an intuitive coach, a channel, a best-selling author, USA Today uh, best-selling author. Congratulations. And, uh, thank you. And, um, and I'm a mom. The most important job. <laughs> yes, the exactly. most <laughs> important job. Because I bring a lot of coaches to my uh, um, podcast. We bring experts from all over the world and, and being a mom and doing this kind of job is, is so amazing because as a woman, we wear so many hats, you know, having kids, doing this, doing that. And I always love to hear people to say, so you're not alone. You're a mom, you're doing your work, <laughs> but we bring people that always, always say that, well, I'm a mom, I work. And, you know, I know sometimes it gets overwhelming and sometimes it gets hard, but the reward is so much more than what do we do. But so you are intuition coach. My, my thing is that uh, a lot of people, when you say that, that word, they mm-hmm. kind of like think that, well, I don't know how to work that. What is the process that you, like, what is that? How, how people can work with their intuition? Some people say, I don't have that. Some people say, I do have that. Some people say, I don't know how to, it, like, kind 
I align my mind, body, and soul with myself? What is the process of that and what can we look for? Yeah, so um, everyone is intuitive, period, um, or has the ability to. It's so often we, um, so often we push those, those aspects of ourselves away. They get covered by the masks, they get covered by you know, programming or, or shame or guilt or all of these other things that um, make it hard for us to access our true power, our really our internal guidance system and really utilize it in the way that it can be. And so when I'm working with someone within this realm, um, we're doing things, well, sometimes, you know, it's very divinely guided. Um, I channel a lot of the, a lot of the sessions and, and what comes through for guidance. Um, but it's usually, you know, we're working on mindset issues. We're working on clearing their energetics, um, like removing cords and, and promises and vows and all of these energetic entanglements that aren't really serving us and are standing in the way of really accessing who we are. Um, we're also looking at, you know, what are the things that make you jo joyful? Like where, what are the things that you've always wanted to do or, or have been drawn to? And how can we start bringing more of those into your life? Because, you know, as you're doing those, as like you're filling yourself up and you're working to kind of pull some of these other things off, it really um, just allows so much of it to bloom naturally. So beautiful. That's so beautiful. So what inspired you to like, Pat, you know, choose this path for yourself? What inspired me to do this? Mm -hmm. um, I'm not really sure I had a choice. <laughs> Um, and I, and I laugh about that, but, but people who really feel like they're on a strong, who are very spiritual and feel like they're drawn onto their path will, will definitely appreciate that. Um, but I'm one of them, by the way, yeah, I, know, I know you are. <laughs> like, it. Yeah. It's just kind of like, yes, there's choice in it, but then also, you know, if you decide not to do that choice, you know, that you're never going to um, really feel fulfilled in the way that, that you could. Um, but, you know, as far as my life experiences, it's been something that I've really just been drawn to since I was a child. Mm. Um, you know, my, my father was sick when I was, when I was a child, he had an autoimmune disease and ended up passing away when he was, when I was eight. Mm, and, sorry. Oh, thank you. Um, but he, he would sit there and he would actually look out the window and I write about this in the, the younger self letters. Um, and he would look out the window and wish for some, you know, extraterrestrial being some higher power, whatnot to come uh, with this advanced technology and heal him. Um, and I didn't really understand it. You know, I didn't really right, like, fully right, understand right. what he was, what he was doing. But I always really felt like even as he was getting sicker, I was like, oh, he's just sick for a little while. Like he's going to be fine. Right. I really thought that he would heal. And it was very confusing to me when he didn't. And so um, I think partially because of that, I have been kind of on this lifelong quest to kind of understand how our bodies work, how the energetics work, how, how can we fully have our 
our power harnessed in a way that we're mm. living the lives that we're here to live. Wow. Yeah, this is always sometimes it's just like, when, you know, we live our life based on, you know, like a script of life, how we born and we grow up and we do the things. And then sometimes the universe gives us those signs that like, you know, there's more to you than this. You know, you can, you can look for more. And unfortunately, sometimes we go through, you know, trauma things to realize that other time it just like, you feel so good without having nothing or without, or going someplace or, um, you know, seeing something, a child's smile or a pet or something. And you're like, oh my God, like, you know, this is different feelings that it just like, no money can buy it and, and no work can, you know, define it or anything like that. And, and you chose that journey. So for me, just like yourself was my um, son, um, he was born and then he was three months old. He got pneumonia and he passed away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so it was like, I always knew there was something, you know, there's something like there's something that you can, you can sit and talk to with, and, and it's, it's with you all the time. It's been with you. It is with you. It will be with you. Mm-hmm. You know? So I just have that. It was that kind of like my, uh, a made up friend, you know how people in the childhood, they make their friends. My spirit was like that with me for the whole time, because I had no friends or anybody to talk to and, and a lot of stuff. So I would literally visualize my spirit as in like, you know, another person sitting in front of me and I would talk to my spirit. And it was really healing for me. I find it really, and I tell this day, I still do. I really still do. And it's like, I, that's my, myself is my best friend, you know? <laughs> so I call it that, but that's amazing that you went through the journey of seeing your father and, going to this amazing journey and you wrote a book and the book calls the soul mission. Like, tell us about that. Like, like what is the book about? So that book, um, I actually did not write in. Um, I published and so it is, there's correct. 20. Yeah. Let me, let me correct myself. Yeah. The book, <laughs> you had 25 authors on that book, right? 21. 21. Okay. Yeah. 21 Arthur and the book and you published it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I found fascinating. Cause I, I said to you, I'm going to, we spoke before and I said to you, I'm going to read this book because all these artists are in that book. And I want to know everybody's perspective, how they explain this book and been written. Mm-hmm. It's so good. It's, um, it's 21 different, uh, authors and they are all coming from different life perspectives, different, uh, different places within their spirituality and how they feel that they are on a soul mission and what they are doing in their lives and in their work to really, um, to really heal the world, to start to bring around a new level of consciousness and awareness within people Mm. and how through that we are um, collectively creating the new earth. So this book, 21 authors, and they're like, uh, this one word that caught my attention is the awareness, awareness. And that's what I practice. And that's what I teach my clients, awareness. Tell us a little bit about the awareness from your own experience of what do you mean by that? Because a lot of people in the spiritual journey are a little bit confused with that because they're saying that, well, I am aware of myself. What do you mean by that? What, what is your perspective when it comes to awareness? My perspective is, is it's, Yes, it starts with us, you know, mm-hmm. awareness of, of 
all of the different things within ourselves, our, our mindset, our energetics, um, our bodies, like having full awareness of all of our systems, but it goes well beyond that. It's awareness of, you know, how we're making parenting choices. You know, it's, it's awareness and consciousness are very um, kind of intertwined for me. So it is having the, the perspective to look at, you know, every single thing that I do has a bigger impact and it has a bigger ripple, whether it is, you know, supporting the evolution of the planet or it is like hurting or, you know, in whatever context that is, um, and having the ability to see and to perceive how we are all connected and how, every single thing that we are doing for within within ourselves and around ourselves is really impacting the whole mm. whether it's you know choosing to only buy like fair trade items or you know choosing to to shop from um, organic farmers instead of genetically genetically modified or you know whatever it is there's all of these different levels of awareness and consciousness that we can have and bring into our lives Mm. so beautiful because consciousness for me as like you said consciousness and awareness kind of goes hand to hand right it kind of goes hand to hand because once you're conscious of yourself know you're conscious okay i'm all i'm aware of my body soul and mind the mind makes a decision the body feels it and the soul brings it you know kind of manifests everything together so like you said for me, I studied Deepak Chopra. He talks a lot about conscious. He really talks about the conscious. So for me, it clicked when I, when I really realized that our conscious, ourself is not just us, it's all together. Like you are me and I'm you and we all together. So if we are hurting ourselves or thinking negative or doing something that is not good for us, it can affect the whole universe. And right now, especially right now, it's a good timing because with the, with the pandemic and the Corona, it's like the energy travels. Mm -hmm. So every one of us has part in that, that we have feelings, that we have thoughts, that we have emotions that we're putting out there. So that's why it's so important to be aware of that. And I think that's what I love about awareness. Like you said, to be aware when you get up in the morning and you say that if I think negative about myself, or I think something that is wrong, you literally sending a message and all of us and in that. So for me, that was really, really big when I realized that I am not alone. We are together, me and you, we're together. What I send is affecting you. What you feel is affecting me collectively. I mean, not literally, but collectively. So that's why I ask you about the awareness because a lot of people, when they go to the uh, spiritual journey, that is one thing that, you know, they're, they practice spirituality, but they're not feeling fulfilled because yeah. understanding that we all together. So now I'm gonna ask you, how should, what should people do to practice that? Like that, that part of the spirituality, what is the spirituality? Why people should uh, practice it? And some people are almost you know, afraid that they're saying that, well, it's a fluff. It's a fluff. It's like, you know, just like everything else. It's like, I don't know if it's going to work or on that. So how, how does that work? So yeah, it's, you know, so much of it is perspective like anything, you know, when we have that perspective that we are all connected, everything just begins to change. 
the way, like you said, that we treat ourselves, the way that we treat each other, the way that we interact with every single interaction and every person, we understand. It's like, I almost visualize it as like every single like thought or action that you do, like, it's almost like this, like a little like bubble that goes Mm -hmm. out. It's like these little like energetic bubbles. And, you know, you have the choice of, you know, am I going to feed into the, the the fear mindset, you know, you're talking about the coronavirus and all of that. Am I going to feed into that? Or am I going to stay in my truth and stay in my knowing and stay present and send out love and and try to raise the frequency and raise the vibration of that? So, um, you know, that's that's one aspect of it. And I, I think that when people think that spirituality is just fluff and that it's not going to help them, you know, they're maybe looking at like the spirituality that I really noticed, like probably like five to 10 years ago was just like, oh, you just have to think happy thoughts all the time and pretend that nothing bothers you and Mm. just like be like, hmm. And and honestly, like so much of that is spiritual bypassing. It's like, we are human. We have emotions. We have feelings and Mm. our feelings aren't our feelings aren't bad. They're a part of what creates this human experience. And they're part of our radar Mm -hmm. to be able to hone in on, you know, okay, I'm feeling really angry around this situation. What's going on? Did I allow someone to overstep my boundaries? Did, am I people pleasing? Am I just giving too much? What, what about this is making me feel anger? And you can use those emotions as, you know, part of your guidance system and say, okay, well, I really didn't want to do this. And I said I was going to, so my anger is coming up and I know that I need to have stronger boundaries around that so that I can not put myself in this position again. So it kind of, it kind of leads us through, um, and I think emotions are incredibly important. You know, it's just, it, it's the difference of feeling them and expressing them, but then not getting stuck within them, right. um, allowing them to flow, allowing them to show us the lessons and the, the guidance that needs to come through. Um, and, you know, so, so many people, they're, if they're not considering themselves spiritual, you know, we all are spiritual. It's like Mm. saying like, oh, I'm, you know, I don't know. I don't have skin when we all have skin. Right. And (laughs) as far as I know, I think everyone has skin. Everyone has skin. (laughs) Yes. Yes. You know, we're all spiritual beings. It's like whether or not you choose to accept it, it's there. And it's this huge part of ourselves that we're cutting off if we're not allowing ourselves to be open to it, if we're not allowing ourselves to feel the connection and the support and the beauty that comes along with that. Right. Here I go that awareness again. See how it goes hand to hand with the spirituality? Because like you said, um, awareness. It's really, spirituality is not fluffy, just that you are more aware of your emotions. So it's not like if you said, sit there and ignore everything and I have a good thoughts and I'm meditating and I'm good. Those are preventative. Those are preventative that makes you more in tune within yourself to understand, like you said, where is that feeling coming from? 
Why are you angry? Why are you sad? Why are you think that you're not enough? Or all of that stuff comes in because you're missing that awareness. You will robotically every single day go and about our life and do things and that's what we're missing. So what I, I call that a spirituality because like you said, awareness is pretty much a spirituality. You are aware of your emotions, good and bad. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's not fluff because a lot of people say, well, I, I, I don't believe in that stuff. I don't believe in that stuff. So you're literally saying that I don't want to know my feelings, right? <laughs> yes. Right? Yeah. And, and, you know, so much of it is we, we do, we label so much of these feelings as bad. And I've done this too, you know, for a long time. I've always, as long as I can remember, had like this, like anger inside of me. And for a long time, I tried to squish it down. Like I tried to pretend it wasn't there. And then, you know, really even over the past year, I've realized like, no, that anger is there for a reason because I came here to make change. I came here to help people, to people see you know, what is possible for them to help change some of the systems that aren't working for us and to help people break out of those prisons. And without the anger, like the anger is a fuel. The Mm. anger is a fuel to see, no, that pisses me off and it's not right. And I'm going to do something about it. So there's a difference of being an angry person and having anger and using it in a way that can facilitate us all moving forward and having more positive experiences. I literally do the same thing. I love that you said that. <laughs> I literally said every time I have some type of feelings, whether it's anger or resentment, I was resentment a lot. Yeah. When, when, you know, I, I spoke to you before and I told you my story of how I, you know, I was resentment. Oh, the whole time I was resenting my mom, my dad, my family, my everything. But I use it as in like, okay, you have this feeling, something is wrong, you need to fix it. And like you said beautifully, like anger. Okay, that's an indicator that something is wrong, you need to do something about it. Not like, you know, dwell it like, why do I feel angry? I don't want to, I'm going to shut it down and I don't want to feel angry. That's the worst thing you can do. But the other thing that you do is so interesting that, I'm not familiar. I mean, I am, but I'm not doing it. So I want you to talk about is herbalism, like essential herbalism, things that you do to help people practice it or use it. Tell us a little bit about that. Mm, I love plants. I love plants and flowers. And, um, you know, I study, I've been studying herbalism. Really, I started when I was a kid. Like I remember I would save up my babysitting money and go to the bookstore and buy books on herbs or like candle magic or, and then I would go to the health food store when I could get there and buy some of the herbs and like try to like create different things with them. Um, You know, and I remember my sister coming to visit and she had a headache and I was like, hold on. And I went upstairs and like made her like a little thing. I think I was like 12 years old. Um, and, yeah. And so it's been something that I've, that I've always just really enjoyed. Um, I don't ever feel like there's so much to know and so much, so many different species of plants and ways to use them that I don't ever feel, I'm not ever sure that I would feel like I mastered it enough to be like, I'm an herbalist. Right. And it's more of like a continual study for me. And I do it in a way that 
um, I utilize for my family. And if something comes up, um, you know, sometimes I'll be working with a client and something intuitively comes through and it's like, you need to work with this. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes I don't even know what that plant is for or what the specific purposes are, but it's given me a stronger connection to them and utilizing them in that way. Um, and they're, they're just so powerful. Um, and I, I particularly have a strong love for flower essences and um, those are a little bit different because it's the, it's the vibrational um, mm. quality. So you have like your herbal preparations that are using actual like root, stem, leaf typically of the, of the plant. And you're using those either, you know, um, in, in vodka or, or some other carrier to make tinctures or salves or things like that. But the, the, um, the essences are more of a vibrational, um, Mm. mix. And so you are working to, um, to harness and distill the, um, the healing properties of, of each like flower or, you know, I've made some for like solar eclipses and things like that as well. So it's really capturing the, the healing, uh, and energetic acts, um, frequencies of of whatever you're working with right it's like almost like when you light up a stage right like a sage sage i don't mm-hmm. know say it right sage um it's kind of feel people people feel like that the negative energy is going away right mm-hmm. something like that that you're using mm-hmm. it um so i love flowers too and i love um herbs i plant my own herbs like a, you know all this mint and leaves and all this stuff um when you say that you you use for the I use it as in this. So for, for example, if I know that I feel like uh, inflated and I have inflammation, like they'll just say like that. So I would use ginger or, um, you know, turmeric root to boil it in the water and then drink it. So that gives me, so if my kids have something like, you know, headache or something, I'll make something out of that. Like, you know, they drink or put a couple of them together. I don't have it at the top of my head. I can't tell. I yeah. use it that way. Is that really what, what you do? Yes. That's perfect. Right. So yeah. it's like a, a like a, almost a Chinese medicine uh, study that mm-hmm. we use all the herbs and flowers and things, not only for the aroma, aroma of it, but also for a lot of pain, physical pain in the body. Mm-hmm. Because and in, in, um, back in the days, 100 years ago, 200, we don't have like doctors or prescription or nothing like that. Right. So it's, right. It's, it's, I feel like it's like a trend is coming back now. Yes. Is that is that safe yeah. to say? Yeah, no, definitely. And I think so many people are really um, understanding and appreciating the the power of our natural world and the resources that we have available to us, you know, right. the traditions, like you said. Um, yeah, the, the Chinese herbs and the traditional, traditional Chinese medicine is a, a big... Um, a big school of, of herbalism, you know, there's, there's the Ayurvedic and then there's more of like the, I don't know what you would call it, but more of like the regional ones. So yeah. That's so beautiful. I use that all the time and I love it and I love it. And I have my rose plants, you know, this just the smell of it connects you and grounds you with the universe, you know, just so amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, I also, before we go, I wanted to talk about the other book that you have, which I love, love, love the title. And I want you to tell us like a little bit about that. Um, 
we're going from herbalism to that, but I, when we <laughs> spoke, I, that, I, I, I thought about that a lot, the title that you said and, and, and how people can read it and use it and all that is, I just want you to talk about that book a little bit. Okay. Well, um, so I believe um, you're talking about Soul Warrior, uh, Accessing Realms Beyond the Veil. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. And um, I always have so many books going. That's why I was like, which one? <laughs> that was what would have told me. I was like, I'm going to have her introduce it because love it, love it. Yeah. Um, so that one I'm still pulling authors together for. And it is the women, only women so far that have come together for this are absolutely phenomenal. Mm. Um, but that one is people who are working with the spirit in energetic realms, their experiences of it, um, you know, what, what has come through for them, how they, how they work within it. Um, you know, some are adding in like tangible steps and things like that, that you can utilize and, and, or guidance, healing activations, things like that, that have come through with working with these other realms and dimensions yeah. and that's why i wanted to mention it because like before we spoke before about it that people think it's a fluff so yeah. this book is pretty much gives you a little bit of more tangible stuff that you can read and say to yourself yeah i relate to this this is this is how i feel this is where i am and like you said all the authors like you know everybody's vision and experiences in this book Yes. Yes. So it's more like for people that are like, Oh, I don't know what it is. This is where you can start, you know, just reading and learning about it as well as practicing for people that are like very strategic and they have to have everything written down, knowing what everything means. And then if it doesn't have meanings, if I don't see it, then I don't believe it. Right. Am I right? Totally. And it's also, you know, for those people who are feeling like they are wanting to step more onto their spiritual path or maybe they have experiences that it seems like, oh, I thought everyone felt like this, or I thought everyone experienced things like this, and maybe I'm starting to realize that they don't, mm -hmm. that it kind of gives them um, an introduction into some of these things of like, oh, that's what I'm doing, you know? And I know, I, which I think I had shared with you is for the longest time, I was like, I wanna channel, I wanna channel, I wanna channel. And then I did, I took a class, um, and worked with a mentor on channeling and come to find out I'd always been channeling. I just didn't know what it looked like and what it was called. And once I realized that's what I was doing, I was able to, um, intentionally focus on it and have more of the parameters and really hone that skill, um, a lot stronger. Mm. Um, so you know, I see it being really helpful for, for people who are at like all different levels of their spiritual, um, journey, spiritual journey and, or those who are just really intrigued by it, like who want right. to read some awesome stories. So before I let you go, if I'm in my car and I'm listening to you right now and I heard about the spirituality and I kind of like believe it, but at the same time, I'm too busy. I don't, you know, what are the, some of the tips that you have to give to people to say, this is where you should start? And I'm getting overwhelmed, like, okay, I don't know where to start, what to finish. What are some things that they can do themselves to just get to that path? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's a you great can give question. us three, yeah. Um, well, you know, first of all, it's a practice. And okay. so I just need to, to preface by saying that it's a practice. We're all 
no matter how long we've been on this journey, we, we go back to the same practices and we get pulled off and go back. So, so many people get overwhelmed and think that if they're not like being fully spiritual or like present all the time, then they're not doing it right. And that's not the truth. Um, so, you know, as far as practical steps, like really just taking time, I, I really encourage like, um, first thing in the morning when you wake up or when you're going to sleep, those kind of like in between times when you're starting to settle to really just take some deep breaths, feel into your body, just be present. Like we are so distracted by a gazillion things in our daily lives. And I think it's like, we make like 35 thousand decisions a day, something crazy like that, that just taking a, a couple of moments a day to really just be with yourself um, can do wonders. Um, I'm a huge fan of grounding. Mm. And so um, that in itself feels can be really powerful for a lot of people. And that can look as simple as you know, just envision, envisioning that you have um, roots or a cord or something coming down from like the base of your spine mm -hmm. down into the earth and really like feeling yourself connected in there. Um, or, you know, sitting by a, a, the, the roots of a tree or, you know, going out. Like I always love this visualiz visualization of where you know, um, if you're a kid and you walked in like really goopy, sticky mud, mm. or like your feet are kind of get stuck, in, sucked in it, right, and you're just right. kind of, those are really great grounding practices. Um, and then the third thing is just really starting to have um, a perspective of your actions, who you are, and what you're doing. You know, mm. it's everything starts with being able to have the awareness and the perception of, of how we're acting, how we're reacting, um, what things are serving us, what things aren't. And, um, you know, it, it goes further than that. I mean, that's a very basic way to, to, to start, but, um, you know, we all have choices in how we're going to react. We all have a choice of how we are choosing to feel. We all have a choice of where we're putting our energy every single day and just becoming um, conscious and aware of those things so that you can start utilizing them in the way that you want to, to create a life that works for you. That's so beautiful. By just listening to you and I'm just like, you know, I was like, it's just so calming. This is so like, you know, you, you get like, into yourself and it's like wow this is a nice feeling mm -hmm. just by listening to you you know just like this is a nice feeling so that's itself is like one of the things that the listener should practice by just listening to you <laughs> I, i'm like focusing on myself you know i'm just like literally focusing on myself and it's just beautiful beautiful thank you for that okay. thank you so much you're welcome yes yes so um how can we find you like what what do you have on instagram you have website anything like that that listener can find you and follow you because you're an amazing person. So I really encourage you to do so. Oh, thank you. Yes, I'm on Instagram at, um, at Jess.Veril. 
Uh, and then I have um, two websites. One is uh, being built, um, but one is just feral.com. And then my new one is house-indigo.com. Um, and I have a Facebook group that I just started that is oh. called the Indigo Initiative. So I'm okay. also in Clubhouse. So. Oh, wow. Look at you. All <laughs> fancy, fancy. Yes. Every, I'm everywhere. <laughs> okay. That's great. That's great because uh, every platform, people are using different platforms. So I'm glad that you have a bunch of this. So whatever they feel comfortable with, you know, some people are like listening. Some people like, like to visually see you. So mm -hmm. all of that, I'm going to uh, put you underneath this episode and all the, your channel there. So for the listeners to awesome. find you and... Uh, Jessica, again, thank you so much for taking your time to coming over here and telling us about the spirituality and how amazing it is that to connect with yourself, to grind yourself, to be aware of yourself and to be the best person you can be and just showing us that road to start. No matter how old you are, no matter what stage of life you are, it's never too late to start that. That's never too late. I know. I'm, I'm like, are we done already? Like I could talk about this for days. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. It was oh, a lot of fun. my pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you.